Welcome to Was It Good, the podcast that reviews movies and TV shows. Today we are talking the first three episodes of Disney Plus's newest show, Andor. I'm Ravi, and as always, joined by Arjuna and Krishna. Krishna, do you ever get upset or tired of the fact that you have to add the extra and to your name? And Krishna? No, it makes me feel special. Oh, okay. Uh, I go last and... Uh... You know, people who go last, they're more likely to be remembered, right? It's also That's how like that works. it's also like credits of a movie, right? You know, when sometimes you have a a cast special of, guest, a, a cast of like actors who aren't necessarily really well known, but you have like one like A list actor who's only kind of in the movie for like 10, 15 minutes, and they do like <laughs> actor A B C D, and then they do and like that person at the end. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. It's for like, that He's was Sean Bean one. in uh, the Lord of the Rings movies. He always appeared like at the end, like with Sean Bean. Yeah. You know? The whiz and the ants the, are the, special. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So tying that, you know, that that whole piece back to to Andor. Um, <laughs> oh, we're talking about Andor. Yeah, we are talking about Andor. So I think it's interesting because you know, obviously, the show is following um, young younger. Cassian Andor, who we but the actor is older, but the actor is older, right? <laughs> That's so. Cassian, we're first introduced, obviously, in Rogue One. That Rogue One, obviously, is a couple of minutes or whatever, or ends a couple of minutes before the start of Episode Four, New Hope. But this series, if I'm correct, uh, starts five years roughly before the events of Rogue One. Yeah, and a couple of things that are interesting there. There's another show that already came out and wrapped up, and that was also you know roughly five years before the events of what's that show called, Ravi? Star Wars Rebels. Oh, I've never heard of it. Where can I find this show? You can find it on Disney XD, <laughs> a defunct app. No, it's on Disney Plus. I just think that's a, a, a fun little tidbit of Star Wars trivia. I don't know. I don't know if that means literally anything. I mean, um, could there's another Star Wars show called the. Uh, um, Ahsoka? Ahsoka. That's that coming out? Essentially, season five of that show. So, Didn't we say that Mandalorian season two was the season five so of Star you, Wars So if you Rebels? go back and listen to our pods, I had to stick up my butt uh, during those pods, and I was like, <laughs> I don't like this. Wow. There's too much references to the show, which I do think is, is a valid complaint, mm-hmm. uh, that like if you weren't a, a fan of those those Rebel shows and like some of the animated stuff, you're like, what is all this stuff? And like, this is the very t- you know, the, the franchise building of it all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the Easter eggs, the Easter eggs of it all. Christian, sure. I don't know because Christian, for the most part, I think you are the smarter one out of you know the three of us <laughs> when it comes to like consuming the extra content around a series. And what I mean by that is, you know, the early reviews of Andor, you know, dropped. Early, duh, that's what that means. And because, of you know, we were able to kind of see whenever there's like a new Disney Plus property, somebody, you know, usually a group of individuals in America likes to complain or find something wrong with this series, whether it be Disney's going very woke, whether it's or if it's, you know, too much emphasis on uh, a non-fan favorite character or whatnot. Um, with these first three episodes, the... Major complaint that we've seen so far is that there's not enough Easter eggs in the episodes uh, to make it feel like Star Wars, to make you feel connected to the Star Wars universe. Um, Which, you know, I'll say right off the bat, I really enjoyed that. I like the fact that when you watch the first episode, you end it and you're like, was that Star Wars or was that some weird uh, Blade Runner-esque show right like it was not it did not feel star wars they started in a freaking brothel for crying out loud like i don't think we've ever seen that in a in a star wars property so yeah, close enough we you know have. you know you know what the these first three episodes remind me of they remind me of expanded universe star wars novels mm. um those novels always were more adult than the uh the movies um and so, like, watching this show, like, these first few episodes, it, it could have been taken, I feel like, the right out of some of those novels. Um, those novels dealt with, like, like adult stuff. So, I thought it's an interesting, it's interesting that they're pulling it out for this show. And I'm curious to see 
if this is a direction that is going or they just decided this is the tone that works for this character in this show. Um, so it's more of a one-off, you know? Is Cassian Andor the only main character based on the you know three episodes? So, and what I mean by that is <laughs> another Star Wars show came out where the uh, main character was the title of the show, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And a lot of people, you know, said, yes, Obi is kind of the main character, but at the same time, you still had obviously a, a cast of other characters that were presented. Based on like the, these first three episodes, are you seeing or picking up on anybody else um, that could be like a main character? Oh, for yeah. sure. I think like kind of similar to Obi-Wan, right? The events of the show take, a re- take place around the central character, mm-hmm. right? So with Obi-Wan, you had some of these other characters that were either hunting him down, were his allies... Uh, they still had some of their own scenes. They still had some of their own storylines that were kind of centered around him. Um, but it was still his show. He was still the main character. Right. I think something similar here is kind of happening with Andor, right? You kind of have this very familiar character, you know, from the fans of Rogue One. Uh, and he's kind of your entry point into the show. And, and you're kind of like him learning about this universe of what's kind of out there, right? Uh, Andor is, you know in this show, starts off as this kind of mercenary, right? He's just this guy who's looking for credits. He's not the most, you know, honest guy in the world. Um, But we know his end point in Rogue One is he basically ends up becoming one of the heroes of the Rebellion, right? He is makes the ultimate sacrifice. He dies to, to get the Death Star plans to where they need to be so the events of the original trilogy can happen. So... I think you can kind of surmise from there that the that the uh, that there will be characters that kind of introduce you to that world of how does Cassian get from you know I'm just kind of selling stuff you know we see him kill a dude seemingly it seems like the first time he's potentially killed um, you know, I don't think so maybe not but like yeah. at least at least like it comes as a shock to him right similar to in Rogue One we see him kill someone. He's not that phased by it. This 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 appearance, he seems a little bit more phased by it. So, so my even arc- if he's killed before, right. uh, it's not something he's accustomed to. Right, but I think he's more phased by it because he knows the consequences, the consequences sure. of his actions. Right, yeah. he knows that this kill because it is one of the corporations. I don't know. <laughs> Anytime they were like, "We work for the corporations," then like a weird like seventies sci-fi like tune would pop in my head every time um but yeah i think i think he's more phased by not because it's his first but because it's the consequences and the other reason is remember in rogue one um so i had the opportunity to rewatch rogue one in theaters and the movie there's so much more in that film now that stands out six years later but one thing that's interesting in that movie he says to Jin, cassie says to Jin in that movie i've been fighting since i was six years old which this show is doing, I think, a really interesting job with the flashbacks. And, you know, the Star Wars series have not always done well with flashbacks. Uh, What was it? Yeah, Book of Boba Fett. (laughs) I wanted him to enter a back-to-tank so we knew when he was uh, flashbacking. What's nice, though, is, like, the flashbacking, I think, you know, with with, uh, Book of Boba Fett, they kind of abruptly stopped, right, with the flashbacks once he was fully healed and didn't use the back to tank. I think this show is going to continue with flashbacks because it's helping us understand who other central characters are, uh, such as like his adopted mother. Um, definitely learning about his planet. What was his planet called again? Crew. Canary. Canary. And whatever happened there. Um, I think what's interesting with these flashbacks is not only is there a lot of them? Mm. They're just kind of seamlessly placed within the show and also cut together from scene to scene where it almost tricks you at some mm-hmm. parts where you think, oh, Absolutely. this is... I think it's like at the top of episode three, potentially, where you see some stuff with his adoptive mother and the robot, and you're like, oh, this is potentially the... Uh, is is the present day, but then you kind of realize, oh, no, it's, it's actually a, yeah, past. it's actually the flashback, and it's uh, it's the past. The past always comes back to bite you. It's true. The truth will set you free. With uh, Let's actually talk about Cassian's background. So Cassian obviously comes from his planet Canary. Um, 
Did anyone, obviously they're speaking, I'm not entirely sure what they're speaking. I would imagine whatever the native language is to that place. Uh, he's with a group of children. It looks like the eldest person there is maybe 15 or 16. You don't see any kind of parents. Uh, did anyone turn subtitles on to see if you could actually understand what they were saying? I didn't. I wanted the purity of I, not understanding. I did. Yeah, I, tr- I tried to turn on subtitles, but nothing happened. Interesting. Like it was, yeah, there were no subtitles, at least when I tried on my device. Hmm. So. so I guess maybe you're not supposed to know what they're saying exactly. Probably spoilers. I mean, I don't know if it's spoilers necessarily, but I think it's, you can kind of tell what's going on with the action. Yeah. I think it's also interesting. So you all, so this ship obviously crashes on, on their planet uh, and it's a Republic cruiser or a Republic med station or something, I believe. And that, you know, that points us towards the period of the clone wars, which is another, or, or roughly around the clone wars or maybe just before the clone wars, because how old is Cassian? Anyone know his age when he like is completely in his thirties, maybe. <laughs> Hard to say. So no, yeah, because Diego Luna could be play a twenty-eight year old, or he could play 50, a fifty year old. Forty-one. Yeah, that's so called it's, acting. It's really hard to tell like how old he's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, age has always been a problem in Star Wars in terms of how people age. Han Solo, Han Solo, <laughs> Ben Kenobi, Bo Katan, like. This goes on where it just it doesn't make a lot of Anakin Anakin Padme. (laughs) Yeah, like come on. Yeah, it's all over the place. Darth Maul. Anyway, I mean, so I'm wondering, yeah, what else he is, you know, fighting, right? Like it looks like he is on that planet, then he's obviously taken away, and then there's gonna be some kind of accident, right? Some Yeah, there's a big info dump, right? When he's talking to his buddy uh, to get the ship off of planet. And he's like, Canari, he's like yeah, there was a big, like, mining accident, and, like, the Empire closed it off, and no one can go there, and everyone died. Which so again, it's like, so then, huh. so, And we, we see in the flashback, though, he's taken away before that event happens. Right. And Because she three. says, because yeah. she, uh, is it, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, it's Mrs. Dursley from Harry Potter. Is it really? <laughs> the same the actress? actress? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Okay, wow. <laughs> I'm not a big pothead, so... Mar- Marva? Is that how you say her name? The character's name? Marva, Marva, yeah. Marva, yeah. Yeah, Marva. Yeah. So Marva takes her away, but if it's during when he's a child, there is no empire at that point. Well, again, it depends on his age, right? Right, that's true. We don't know his age. They, really. they do mention it as the Republic. Right. They so mentioned they mentioned the ship as a Republic public ship. ship and that a cruiser, a Republic cruiser right. would come. So it could be... That's why I think... Yeah. That's why when she said Republic cruiser, I instantly was like, oh, is it the Clone Wars? Right. Because they had Republic cruisers... I think it has to be, right? Well, that's the thing, though. I guess it doesn't have to be because before there was a Clone Wars... Before there was a Clone Army, there was a Republic. There's the Republic, and there's nothing to say the Republic didn't have some ships or an army. They they had their own... Yeah. But they didn't have an army that to the scale of the Clone Wars. exactly. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So so then we're we're sort of predicting. So if if we're putting it pre... Those flashbacks as pre Clone Wars, and then Cassian is a bit older than we might first assume. Well, well, think about it, right? It's seventeen years between the three and four between right the end of Revenge of Sith and the beginning of A New Hope, right? We right. know this is five years before, so it's been twelve years since the slaughter of the Jedi. Clone Wars went for about two years, rough less than two years, right? Oh, so it's only fourteen. Two years. So it's only yeah. fourteen years. So it, it's got to be before the Clone Wars. Yeah, it has it's to. Got like he's oh, yeah. he's way older than nine. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's I don't true. Know. Yeah, he looks like he could be like ten or eleven or something. Maybe right? yeah. Maybe those Canari age differently. That's true. Right. All we know is they're humanoid. Yeah. So and he's Numenorian. Yeah, <laughs> oh, rings of power here. He's a silly door. He's he yeah. there. He will, he's from before <laughs> even the. First trilogy. This is before the first age. Yeah. Before the <laughs> Whoa. Let's bring it all together. And uh, House <laughs> of the Dragon is in the fourth age, by the way. Just to... I mean, wow. it all stems from our one reality. <laughs> so therefore, it is all connected. Okay. Oh, this is God. the seventh iteration of the Matrix. It's the one ring. <laughs> the ring is a metaphor for time. But anyway, the, re- the, the, the long point I'm trying to make is I'm just kind of curious as to like that, that one line from Rogue One sticks out. 
Yeah. Because in Rogue One, when you saw it six years ago, and even when you see it now, it sounds like he's fighting the Empire when he was six years old. But they kind of make it out that the Republic, and I think what the show is doing a good job of, and we've seen in some corners of Star Wars before, is just because, like, we've seen it in the movies of the Republic are the good guys and the Empire are the bad guys. Good. doesn't yeah. mean everything is good and everything is bad, right? I mean, these guys, the people that crashed on the, on Canari, they killed a girl, yeah. right? Like, that's not a yeah. good quality. No, not the best. That's actually pretty bad. In the back. Yeah, in the back. Right. So. where was, Where is that on her? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, it's not very Republic of them. Yeah. What would Piccolo say? Oh, that's right, Piccolo. <laughs> Oh, that's what right. Yeah, say? he won't power. Yeah, okay. His pride. Back to it's back honor. to our last pod with Dragon Ball Super. Okay. It's all like, connected. I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> it's about honor. It's about respect. Speaking of respect, Andor uses his ex girlfriend. Well, we assume there's kind of like some some vibes there. So at first, I thought. So I was super. Yeah, I, I know you're because. Obviously, Andor starts out with him in a brothel looking for his sister. his sister, who in the flashbacks we see with him on Canary. We know they are separated when they were small children. And then we're back, you know, then we're on this new planet. What is this new planet? Uh, I wrote it down in the notes. Give us Tatooine. Oh, no, thank <laughs> God. Yes, we haven't God. seen a desert planet yet. Ferrix. Ferrix. So they're on this planet, Ferrix. Yeah. And then he comes, you know. In the first episode, then we see him talking to this new character, and I at first thought that new character was his sister, but that's not the case. Right. It's obviously some kind of love interest or friend. Or well, whatever. his adoptive mother references like he sleeps around a little bit. Yes, but. yes, she does say you know as another like fling or whatever. She basically calls him all a the women. Wow, all the women. <laughs> I mean, he he is quite good looking, so. <laughs> It's his, you, own, it's his curse. Are you in love it's with Cassian? It's his own fault. Uh, well, actually, because I was going to ask you guys this. like, Cassian is an interesting character in the sense that he does very, very bad things. Sure. He does one thing that is a big sacrifice to help this thing, right? Or whatever. You know, when you look at other characters who do similar, not similar things, but they do like bad like. I was asked recently, you know, are you a fan of the Scarlet Witch? Are you a fan of Bucky? In the sense that, you know, the they have done terrible things. Sure. Like Bucky, I think you could argue is the closest. Because, like, what the Scarlet Witch does, we haven't seen her redemption or she's even going to get redemption. While Bucky is trying to do redemption, Cassian's big thing is, you know, the Death Star plans. But the question that was, like, yeah, is Cassian a likable character? I think they've added a lot of nuance to the character in terms of, and especially early in the show, I think what they're trying to show is just the circumstances around a lot of these people, right? And you are a product of your circumstances. And the circumstances are not great for any of these people. Um, you kind of have to live fast and loose, and you know you live in this very corrupt, kind of roguish type of world where you're... You know, it's kind of the wild, wild west in a lot of ways um, in space, space cowboys, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> the main premise of Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. This is this this show. You know, Christian said this show reminded him a lot of the expanded universe. This show reminds me of a lot, a lot of what Lucas had tried to do for years when he was trying to do his live action show called Underworld, mm -hmm. which was the anthology series where it was just. Not like people far and away from the main stories, and it was just the people of the galaxy and like what they were living for, right? And a lot of that concept got turned into the Mandalorian, but it also feels like some of that lives within the show, right? Of this is what happens to all the other people. This isn't just the heroes of the the rebellion and the villains of the empire. This is kind of the nitty gritty and the and the people we forget about. And you kind of get into some of that nuance too of governments and how the empires run and there's some, you know, some lines of like, you know, the, you know, how did you get this? He's like, well, the empire like would never think that I could go in and get this box. Yeah. They just don't care. Fat and they're greedy. getting fat and greedy. Right. right. Exactly. How do you feel? I mean, so we're obviously introduced, like that particular line comes at a point in the show when the corporation 
is, uh, you know, on the planet. The blue suits. The blue this suits. Is what the, the people of the planet call them. So the blue suits are on, the, on there, and Skarsgård, right? You know. His, his character's name Luthen. is Luthen. Luthen. So Luthen, played by, you know, Papa Skarsgård, um, or Pennywise's father, or their Norseman's father. Wow, his family is just. They do a lot of stuff. The they're everywhere. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Um, I'm not sure they're related. They are. Oh, they those are. are all his sons. There are some <laughs> yeah, scars guards that are not family. though. I, uh, but he has he has quite a few sons who are actors. Okay. He has three. Yeah. He has three and sons who are like pretty big actors. actors yeah, that's wild. Um, especially like imagine Halloween must be really fun for them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of different characters will be dressed up as. That's a family dinner that I would love to be a fly on the wall for. <laughs> So Skarsgar shows up, or Luthien shows up, and takes obviously Cassian. You know, takes him off the planet. Um, well, right, that's how the the third episode ends. Right. right. So he he lands on the planet. Well, episode the yeah, episode three, right, or episode two? Episode two, end of episode two is when you see him kind of coming into play. So uh, his his ship though is very imperial looking. Very is it Cassian's ship from Rogue One? No, it's not. It's I do not believe it's the, that ship. Okay. Yeah, his uh, this particular ship just looks like a weirded like Tie Fighter, like mm. on steroids yeah. kind of thing. Um, but it does have like imperial looking designs, which I think is interesting. So who is I guess who do we think Luthien is? Luthen. I think Luthien. he's. I mean, he must be something related to. The rebellion, because like the the line that really sticks out from episode three is like, "Don't you want to do more? Don't you want to make it hurt for them?" Or something right. like something to that that nature. It's not the exact line, but he's like, "Don't you want to make it hurt for them?" Like he's he's clearly recruiting him for like right. rebellion type stuff. It might not be the full blown rebellion yet, but it's something like that. And I'm sure it's got to be connected to that in some way, shape, or form. So I have the reason I bring up. I'm kind of just poking you all here to get to my. Insane theory. Oh, boy. So He's you, Darth Vader. You know how <laughs> we've always been presented with the idea that the rebels infiltrated the Empire. There are people that defected. There are people that are you know playing them or whatever. Why can't it be the other way? Why can't sure. the Empire be putting out agents to figure out if there is a rebellion? And Probably. to the point of, like, we've seen it in our own, like, history where... The governments have implanted or started uprisings or whatever for political gain. Like, why, why can't it be that that's what this character is? Like, that his purpose a... is like not to necessarily start. Like, start. He's basically there to find a rebellion, gather them all, and then just get rid of them. I mean, that's a big. Uh, that's a big part of the Rogue Squadron novels from the expanded universe. There's a lot of that. Um, a couple of Imperials infiltrate rogue squadron and then are feeding information back to the empire um so again yeah that's a great point i think that's uh it would be it would be great to see um the empire crossing over uh being stealthy and sneaky are you saying that the rebellion was an inside job that the first death star was done by the empire i mean why not right (laughs) yeah they were like we want to make it better blow us one up i mean Tax write off for the, the insurance tax, money. Tax write off <laughs> the rebellions. The rebels do it not us. I mean, it's, it's also interesting because we see another. Well, we know we we are going to see more of the empire at some point. I'm sure, right? Because there are other characters that we see in the trailers where sure. we see the like security type uniforms. I mean, we see Mom Mothma in the trailer. Yeah, we see Mom Mothma. So we, we know, know that's we coming. know that she's a part of the senate like we knew we know that from mm-hmm. the stuff so like i'm sure we're gonna see more of that of like her interactions and kind of playing both sides and yeah it would be kind of foolish to think that they're the only ones with double agents right like, there's got to be double triple quadruple agents kind of reminds me of like uh rise of skywalker hux mm-hmm. remember like yep. general hux is the one that becomes a spy a spy and then in rebels there is um what's his name the um, Imperial officer, Cal, um, not Callus, but you, we know who I'm talking yeah, about. Fulcrum. Yeah, Fulcrum. 
Well, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he, becomes he does the second. He, he does become right? the second fulcrum. Yes. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. I mean, uh, yeah, it, it, I think it's good to remember to remember that this is an interesting time for the empire because they're like pretty much brand new, and like any sort of government that's just starting up, they're facing their own challenges, right? So if you're looking at it from the empire's perspective, they're young and not as secure in their power as they could be or they will be. Um, like they probably have vulnerabilities and holes that they're trying to patch, uh, patch up. Like, uh, I mean, you know, it, I guess it, the empire is interesting because it's, it's sort of like the Republic just reformed. Yeah. I, I view it a little differently. I view it as like, they're fat and greedy and they're like, the threat is over and we can kind of Yeah, because relax. We're, we're 12 years into them. Yeah. yeah. And even, I think you even get perspective of some characters who are like, uh, like the, the blue suits boss, right? He's mm-hmm. like, just sweep it under the rug. We don't yeah, need we to do don't anything. Care. We don't need to do anything about this. We don't care. But then you have other characters who are very gun ho and like, no, Cyril, we do right? need to do. Right? Cyril's like, full blown investigation. Like, we're gonna do the full blown so, investigation. So, really bad speech, and then they yeah. really fucked it up. And then he ca- <laughs> then he cowers and he yeah. he's like twelve, fourteen. <laughs> yeah, he's he's such an interesting villain because. Uh, you know, I, I don't like know if he's insecure. Uh, I don't know if he's being set up as a villain. I I wonder if yeah. he's just being. Set well, up he's as he's like, our, he's our he's our antagonist these first three episodes, right? Sure. Like, so he might not be the villain, but he's still our protagonist antagonist. Yeah. So but he's I, our I obstacle. Yeah, I now. do. I do wonder if he's kind of like the opposite of Cassian in a way, like the potentially kind of the the opposite end of the spectrum. Like this is the guy that will not go up in the empire. Like. This is a guy that's going to go up in the rebellion, essentially, and this is their origin stories. That would be fascinating because, I mean, yeah, episode three, episode three by far out of the the first episode is my my favorite, specifically the ending. Like it was a really good compilation sequence of like all of these characters that you were just introduced to. Like you actually kind of give a fuck, yeah, and you're just like, oh wow, that okay, only spent three hours with you guys, but. That's not three hours. It was like two and a half. Two and a half? No, it's an hour and a half. Is it? Yeah, each episode is between minutes. 30 and oh. 40 minutes. So an hour 45 to split the difference. No, because you have to remember split. the 10 minutes of credits. Yeah, and I sit there and I watch them all and I read. That's a you problem. I do think that's why they release these first three episodes right. together because it almost feels essential to watch them together. Like It, it is telling you this arc of... Here's Cassian. Here's where he is. Here are the major players, and then they're leaving. You know, like they get away essentially, right. and are going to, you know, leave the planet and and go on and and do their thing. Do you do you think that if they had spread them out and you had three weeks of I think actual it time tough. to like let them live in your head, yeah. would you feel more about? the ending of the third episode, whatever that is, I didn't. No, I, 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 I think far, I no. think it would have been tougher. I think people yeah. would have just felt like the show was slow. Very slow. It, they weren't really sure where the show was going. I think, like, watching the three episodes together, you have the roadmap of, like, this is what the show is, these are the major players, and it, I can kind of had, see where the show is going now a little bit. Yeah, if they had released it week to week, I would have, the characters would have faded yeah, and by the by the next week, like they wouldn't be as strong in my mind, and, and that's just a sheer fact that there's just being so much other stuff that we're watching, right? Like it would be, uh, it's good that they release these three together. I think also because it is an ensemble cast, like a thirty to forty minutes per week, like Christian said, you only get a like a scene or two of some of these characters, yeah. so you're like, wait, who is that again? Like yep. I can't remember exactly, and and whatnot. When I think watching these together kind of helps you learn solidify yeah those Who, guys yeah this is this this is this person this is that and person. we're still and we're still having trouble remembering some of their names so. yeah exactly, <laughs> it exactly. Would be even yeah worse. why can't they have simple names like luke and leia and Ha? i mean the robot's nickname is b <laughs> well actually though so the robot obviously is star wars so a new cute droid has to be introduced so top that, three droid now well, easily easily wow anyway but you know its full name is um b2s p2s it's a b2 emo b2 emo Stop no being way. emo. Yes, B two E M O B T B two emo. That oh, droid is sad. emo, and he's a sad droid. He's a great. He droid. is. Yeah, he's great. I'm I like his like design though. It's Photoshop pretty, emo it's hair on it. I mean, watching this show because you know obviously Cassian dies. You're like, do all these other characters what? die before? He does? 
So, I mean, do you want to get into insane bold, your insane predictions? Or or is that too early yet? Let's, you know. Well, no, I mean, we could, we could jump yeah, in. Let me, yeah, okay. We're still talking about the show. Sure, but let me let me throw out my bold prediction. Because okay. it, it hit me when I was watching Rogue One in theaters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is very simple. Cassian doesn't die on the beaches of Scarif. And the reason I'm throwing this out there, and again, this is bold prediction right it's supposed to be bold is it that is this bold. show in its two seasons which you know five years before and then i believe the second season will go directly closely, in yeah. or closely into rogue one i believe we've already seen a character who is going to be important in cassian's life and will somehow i don't know how i don't know the specific will somehow be on scarif at the right moment at the right time and be able to to save Cassian. Maybe Jin. Don't know. Who is this character? No idea. No, but it saves him. I have no idea. One of the one of these characters. I have I it could uh, it could be Skarsgard, it could be it's B. It's, it could be B two emo, like it could be I'm, any of them. I'm really worried about B because obviously he has K two SO in, in yeah. Rogue One. And so it's like why doesn't he have B with him? Why it B's, could be that B two emo dead. takes over K two SO or liberates him or something. But and also, doesn't die. it doesn't it doesn't B two emo technically belong to uh, Marva? Yes, yes. So yeah, you know. But he's loyal to Cassian. It's true. But that's because Marva is loyal to Cassian. He's seen the lad grow up. The lad. <laughs> the lad. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting bold prediction. Um, my bold prediction is: I think the Empire will lose to the Rebellion. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm just getting shades Christian, of Christian's, uh, No, Christian's bold <laughs> prediction is Cassian is Sauron. Oh, that, you know, that's a good one. <laughs> Actually, uh, no, we, um, we're not going to divert right now. Um, uh, bold predictions. I mean, it's interesting because uh, Alan Tudyk has been cast in this show. Uh, and it says right on the IMDb, he is K2SO. So we know we're getting K2SO. Well, um, there are some reports because that was the initial announcement years ago. But oh. we don't know. The it says last it right here, yeah. The last it says it right here. The last, in, the last <laughs> interview. IMDb it can is notoriously false sometimes. Well, uh, this was on uh, this is on Google. <laughs> which you is just say it was IMDb. Christian, your mind though. Christian clearly doesn't know how to. No, Christian is actually on a Wikipedia page that he just wrote. Uh, and I think the last interview Alan Tudyk did said did was he wasn't going to be in this first season at least. So he might be closer to like season two, especially if that's closer to Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. So he might not be in this first season at all. I think he will be. That's my bold prediction. Then he is. He will be. Uh, and the reason he said that was he's pulling a vision, or you know a. Uh, Paul Bettany, you know, just misdirection everywhere. <laughs> uh, but he's going to show up as a, like a killing machine Terminator. Uh, so he, he's going to be teamed up with Cyril. I think him and he'll be Cyril's droid and uh, they'll be hunting Cassian all over the galaxy. And they'll be enemies before they become friends. Yeah. I kind of like that. Actually, that makes sense. Like, especially if like, let's say Cyril does rise up in the ranks of the rebellion yeah, it would be kind of interesting. He goes because I mean, Cyril is clearly mad at Cassian at the end of this, or at the very least, like he's pinpointing every slightly off. peeved off. Yeah, just a little bit pissed. Yeah, um, even though it's, it's all <laughs> Cyril's fault, and Cyril just can't take Stupid orders. Cyril, yeah, dumb Cyril. The corporation, Cyril. A corporation. <laughs> June, do you have a, a bold because. prediction that could top either one of these already fantastic uh, predictions? <laughs> we will get a Star Wars movie. <laughs> uh no my bold prediction is going to be we won't see any jedi or force users in this show at all at all zilch zero we'll get the first live action star wars thing without a lightsaber showing up a, pss- a force user well, anything nothing i think the closest- will we get a mention I think we'll get some type of mention to it for probably, um, but my guess is we won't see it at all. I have a question. My hand is raised, sir. Go ahead. Um, What about this little thing called Hayden Christensen and Darth Vader? What's his contract? I don't don't know what his contract is. I don't think we'll see him in this. You don't think we'll see a Vader? No. How many appearances is he scheduled for? No. (laughs) 
Uh, because wow, I, that is, the, that's actually pretty bold. The reason the reason yeah. I say that is because the creators of the show have obviously been doing a lot of press uh, and talking about the show, and no. and they specifically talked about how they wanted to make this show just like its own thing, and that their edict wasn't like stuff in a bunch of Easter eggs or like do this, this, and this. In fact, it seemed like the edict was to not do that. Was like you don't have to do any of this stuff, and I just the way I see this story going, it unless it was fan service, unless it was like let's stuff in like we need this type of thing, let's go with that. Um, let's go with you know Jedi showing up, and right. the only one that makes sense, like you said, is Darth Vader, and this just seems so low level in terms of like what we're dealing with in terms of with the empire. Can we can we add on to your predict your that I can't see them. Yeah. I I, I feel I feel like there's an addendum here. Well, I think also uh, I guess the other question there was like I can I can see I can see that, but then what about all the other characters that we are we know are like so we know at the 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 period that we're in with the First season of Andor, we know that the Ghost, we know that an Ezra, we know that a Kanan, uh, an Ahsoka, we know that these characters are running around and they're doing their thing. We know that there's a Thrawn out there doing his thing. He's not a Force user. I know he's not a Force user, but I'm talking like other well-established characters. Do you think they're going to show up? I don't think any completely new. I think I think this is just going to be completely its own thing. I don't think it's going to be connected to. Any of any of any other stuff, Ahsoka. I mean, it's easy to it's easy. I think it it you can easily connect it. Mm-hmm. But I just think from the way that the creators have talked about, and very easily they could be could lying. be misdirection and misdirection. Yeah. Yep. But from what I've seen with these first three episodes, I think this is going to be its complete own thing. Like it's just it's they're doing their own. Star Wars story. It would be super refreshing if like that actually happens. Yeah. And I, I mean, again, after the first episode, I was very happy that I did not see a stormtrooper. I did not see any class of starship that I recognized. Um, there was mention of an empire, but it was this thing that you just didn't see, which was creepier, right? It's always creepier when you don't see the horrifying thing the as opposed to when it's shown in your face all the time. So I think that would be amazing. And the planets that we've seen and the things that have been mentioned, they're not well-established locations in Rebels or stuff around Ahsoka or anything of that nature. Now, we do know, though, we are going to be on Coruscant at some point because the trailers do show the Senate room and everything. I am the um, Unless those are flash backs or flash forwards or whatnot so flash sideways or flash shout sideways. out to lost Wait, i'm sorry is that actual thing in lost flash sideways isn't that, what was, isn't that the whole thing with the final season like i the, didn't watch i stopped after episode season is three. this a spoiler probably no, i don't think that they flash sideways in that i don't know what, what does flash it. sideways mean is don't that? they have like that alternate timeline where like the plane didn't crash and i think the creators spoilers i might go watch it it's an old show it's too late <laughs> I, I that's not a thing. And they called it Flash Sideways because it was like parallel to the story, but not exactly so. Mm. But you don't think that Vader will be about to take out Andor, and then Ahsoka will come in and <laughs> save him, and he'll get away while they have a climactic battle in the background, and we don't know what happens. Nah, you don't think Darth Maul's going to show up? No. <laughs> don't. I'm, trying think, I'm trying to think of what other obscure characters. So you don't see you don't. Oh, um, Cal Castus. Um, Cal Castus. <laughs> uh, Bail Organa. Uh, Bail Organa could show up. Again, I said Force users. Wedge Antilles. Actually, the uh, Ferrix reminded me so much of um, what's the video game with Cal Castus? Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. Like, you know, that we, you know where he starts, right? On that, like. Yeah, they are con- a planet where they're deconstructing yeah. you know, ships I, and everything. I thought. Yeah. yeah, I thought for a second, like in the first episode, before I really knew where we were, I was like, oh, this is the same kind like of a place. Junker planet. Maybe we will yeah. see Cal Kestis. Um, no Inquisitors? Not, so. nope. Whoa. Inquisitors hunt down Force users. That's right. So then... There's no yeah, but little user. do you know, <laughs> Andor Cassian, or Cassian Andor, is a Force user and a Jedi. How would you feel <laughs> if... Can't believe we got asked this. How would you feel if, for some reason, 
there's like a whole there's a they get to uh, some crossroad or something happens and they need help and obi-wan kenobi <laughs> shows up out of the blue i think i would laugh I think I would just to help them out. Just stop watching the show weekly at that point. Really, you'd be like done. I I just wait for it to be done and be like, I'm just gonna binge this. I can't. I can't. Can't can't do do it anymore. Yeah, that's yes. I could. I could see that. Um, Well, that that kind of gets us into our you know our other section here, qualifiers. Like, what is going to make you either say I I I can't stand this or yes, this was the greatest thing ever. Like, what is the qualifier? Is yours the forced user stuff? Yeah, if well, no, I, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, even though it's my bold prediction, I could see it work. Like I could see them making it work within the story. Right. I, I think if it is just kind of like, if it becomes too much of that, if like we get to an episode where it is just like Ahsoka and Obi Wan and Yoda and <laughs> everyone just shows up for some reason, I think right. that would be like my. A big qualifier of like so over usage of yeah. Jedi. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. I can agree. Okay. I think that works. Uh for me, as long as Tatooine isn't seen, <laughs> mentioned, or thought about, the show will be probably a success. Wait, why <laughs> only probably? Like what do you think would happen to cause it to fail? Uh I, I don't know. A lot of things. Could Wait, does this include any desert type of planet? Like, what's the planet yeah. that? Uh, what if they go to Jakku? Jakku. Or what's the planet that um, Saw dies on in Rogue One? Jetta. Oh yeah. Jetta. Yeah. Um, like, what if Jetta shows Jedha. up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know Saw Gerrera is in it. Yes, we do know. That. Yeah. You know Saw Gerrera is in it, so we could end up on Jetta. That's oh more likely. But it's than not. It's not Tatooine though. As long yeah, as it's but not it's still Tatooine. a desert planet. No, it's okay. It's okay as long as it's not freaking Tatooine. I'll live. Actually, I do have a question. Anything else? And this is something Ravi, you might know, as you just recently watched it. When Cassie, when they're all there and they're with Saw, uh-huh. does Cassie know Saw? Yes. They, everyone, everyone, everyone. So it's not that Cassie is like, "Oh, hey, Saw, what's up? How are the kids?" It's more of we are. <laughs> we know who Saw is. Right. We know what he's about because remember, in Rogue One, when they capture Jin, the whole reason. They go and find Jin and bring her, you know, in front of Mon Mothma, Belgana, and all of them, is because they know of her connection to Saw, right? And they know that Saw has the pilot. So, by the way, Rogue One, the first half is very much do the quest to get to the next quest. Star Wars has always been a fetch quest, if you. Really yeah, basically, that. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they they are aware of Saw and what he's about. So, because remember, Saw is. Really, the whole reason I I would argue Saw is the main reason there is a, a rebellion because he kind of did it first. Yeah, he did it the wrong way, um, but he's the one that kind of started. And first. who created Saw? Anakin. Anakin. Anakin and Ahsoka. So, oh, so Ahsoka's evil. I mean, so sorry. No. Yes, yeah. she is. Yes, she's anyway. actually the big bad for the fourth trilogy of movies, ten through twelve. <laughs> That's what Ahsoka's setting up. That would be, I mean, I'd, that'd be cool. She's going to fuse with Thrawn and become Thranoka. Thranoka. That's actually a cool name. A Sean. A Sean. That's an okay name. Uh, my qualifier, I think, has to be... Saw Gerrera saying, Jin, what have you become? No, I think the, the, the big one is it, it needs to... The, the rest of the show has to do, I think, something incredibly difficult, which is it needs to maintain... <laughs> what they've started in these first three episodes, which is we are not a Star Wars story. (laughs) And what I mean by that is like, I don't need to see stormtroopers in every other scene. I don't need to see um, Jedi. I don't need to see Sith. I don't need to hear of the stupid emperor, like focus on these new characters and maybe a little bit for these new characters and other new characters that are introduced, but do not like throw in, Oh, did you hear about that guy on um, Kessel who did the run with the Falcon? Like, I don't need to hear that fucking story or hear any mention of that. I don't need to see Maul. I don't need to know about the Underworld again. Like, focus just on this and keep it there. If we're like, if we get to the mid season, because this is twelve episodes, yeah. So around episode six, seven, or whatever, or five or six, you know, if there is like a big 
after or not after the birth big thing at the end of the the episode where it's like clearly a well-known character i think at that point i may just be like okay i'm this is not a good show because it needs to be able to stand on its own without other characters yeah like a baby Yes, actually. baby needs to be able to stand on its own two feet without the aid of its parents or guardians. Wow, uh, it kind of works actually. So props to you. You're calling Andor a baby. Yes, Andor is a baby, and it needs to stand on its own. Also, you think babies need to stand on their own at some point? Yeah, I mean, and when they're done from being, being babies. a baby, <laughs> I mean, right. then you they become o- toddlers, <laughs> <laughs> and they graduate to being a toddler. I mean, I guess I wonder if Andor's people on um, Kyrian, like, if that's how they work, right? Because there's no parents around, true. No, clearly. True. Oh, Ravi, sad. I thought when you said um, Andor needs to do something that's really hard to do, and that's not suck. I thought that's <laughs> what you were going to say. Because really <laughs> yeah. no Star Wars show has been able to do it yet. <laughs> oh, oh, Mandalorian. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mandalorian. I think is Christian's the, yeah, talking exactly. about. This year. Yeah, this year. Book of Boba, not good. Oh, Obi-Wan. And I mean, Book of Boba is like the clear standard of a show that could not stand on its own. They Literally knew, needed to have they Mando knew, They knew for, like, going, they knew that they couldn't stand on their own, and they had the entire thing prepped and ready to go. I, I think this show can. I just hope. And, and, the, and the thing that sucks is, like, this, this is not a, like, Disney Plus shows are not, done like traditional tv right where it's like do the first half of the season take a little break figure out what your audience liked and didn't like and then finish the well, season they're doing it week to week right it's like right a, but yeah. the majority like it's already been shot it's already been it's written. all written at once yeah. and shot yeah. there's once. a couple of things that you can tweak here and there sure but for the most part it's a done deal yeah. so one would hope that they going into it because this show has been worked on for two three years or something quite a while um yeah, because COVID shut everything down and they started back up. A couple um, different showrunners, I believe, in yeah. there as well. So one really hopes that they were when they were looking at it holistically, they were like, yeah. "Yeah, we don't need we don't need to show Grogu in this show." Well, here's my challenge. No, if Grogu doesn't show up, I swear to God, Grogu doesn't show up and is the main character for episodes five and six. What if you see a digitized Leia? No. no. <laughs> Just why? Have, she's 12 Just at this why? point. Have they yep. Yep, 12. brought in somebody like they did with Boba with Mandalorian at the towards the end of every Disney Plus so far? Did they do anything like that with Obi-Wan? No, 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 there wasn't. There wasn't like a big character reveal. I mean, Vader I mean, was you would argue, from you the could middle. Argue, you, you could argue that. Reva's change of heart was the big switcheroo or big addition to the Star Wars universe. Yeah, they just so. they just did it do really it well poorly. Yes, very poorly. Yeah, but like, bad writing. It won't necessarily turn into uh, Obi Wan show for two episodes like Boba it, turned into Mandalorian. No, for two but episodes. I but I you know what I for this type of show you never know you it could turn into like focusing on one of these other characters within his orbit. I could see that. But I just couldn't see like an outside character. Yeah, I don't think in. I don't think that will happen. But again, I, I do think you know if they're writing this and like we we need to spice it up or like they feel that they got to a point in production and they were like the character of casting is just not sticking. We need something to well, maybe to Christian's point. It's like there's a K two S O episode where right. it's just like all his perspective and just catches us up and like yeah. to him meeting Cassian or something, which I guess would be the equivalent. Somewhat equivalent of like it changes into a slightly different show. True, not as I think drastic as Boba, Mando, and Boba just taking over for two episodes, <laughs> and everyone being like, "Why didn't we just get Mando season three instead?" Because we got, and then everyone you. else probably being like, "Yeah, yeah, probably a better idea." <laughs> it really well, the, the book of Boba stuff. I don't know. I mean, which one do you guys find more? I don't want to say which one's worse. I I would rather say, like, which one did you find more disappointing, Book of Boba or the Obi-Wan Kenobi show? Book of Boba, I think, for me. Obi-Wan, I still think, at least started off well. And, it's true. It did start off really well. And I still think there's more redeeming qualities in that show than there, than there is in Book of Boba. Mm-hmm. Book of Boba, I think, to me, was just, like, 
potentially a disaster from the start because it it feels like they did it because they knew Mando season three wasn't going to come out in the same time slot. They're like, we need to do a show. Let's do this Boba Fett show, which is the show we originally wanted to do. But wait, he can't be Boba Fett anymore because the because Mando is Boba Fett now. <laughs> so we're going to do something completely different. And it just seemed like no one was on the same page for that yeah, show ever. And it's just like, sense. we're going to do, it's like there was like 10 ideas and like, let's do them all, right? Bad leadership when it, the leader's like, do all the ideas. And then they did all the ideas and you kind of had this mess with Book of Boba. Hmm. That's pretty on point. Uh, Christian, what about you? In terms yeah, of- I think I think Kenobi is more disappointing for me because I just had higher expectations for it. Um, I like, you know, I, I, I actually agree with everything Arjuna said, but my expectations were a lot higher for Kenobi and I wanted it to be better than it was. Um, and it wasn't. So that's was, the disappointment hit harder for Book of Boba. I think by episode two, I knew it was going to be a train wreck. <laughs> uh, you, you kind of got like, I had bad train vibes episode. going into it. You know, I was like, uh, I don't know about this. So I wasn't. You know, I wasn't shocked or surprised by Book of Boba being bad, but it, it but Book of Boba was worse. Don't get me wrong; I I enjoyed Kenobi wasn't good, and I still enjoyed it so much more than Book of Boba. Cause that's how <laughs> bad Book of Boba was. What's interesting too is like I think they're both equally, honestly, as bad for one reason <laughs> or another. Like they just I I would not rewatch any of them or either right. of them ever again. And I think also partially it's also just the visuals too. Because they use the volume for both of those shows heavily, like majority of it is shot on that volume, it just does not look or feel good. Like it just feels very empty and hollow. While Andor is practical, it's it's real sets that they actually built uh, built out, and it looks so much better than either of those shows. Do you think if Andor has like a really positive reception, does banana numbers? It's like. Far, I mean, obviously, Book of Boba and Obi Wan did great numbers for right. Disney Plus, right? Critical response, fan response, probably not great, no, not but the, the numbers are still very high. Yeah. Uh, if this one like somehow blows it out of the water, also gets like the critical accolades. Like, let's say it's similar to like the Mando path, for yeah. example. Yep. Do you think Lucasfilm then pivots and is like, let's keep Mando on volume because clearly they've they perfected how to make that. it work. It works. Yep. Everything else has to be like practical again because that's what. I think I, I think we're in the we're in the uh, this year in particular is the try everything and see what sticks here. Mm. So I think yes, there is somebody looking at the numbers and how these shows are being created, and it will kind of determine yeah. what do we do. Because the the thing is like, and again, <laughs> I don't want to say this because I don't want to jinx myself. The show has started very very strong. It looks great. It you know story wise is very compelling. The characters are actually interesting. You kind of give a flying fuck about them. While Boba, Obi, just very hollow and empty. Um, but the thing that was like cost-wise, and I don't know the cost of any of these shows. I, I'm i sure we could find it easily. I would, sure I would imagine high. the volume is a significantly cheaper show to make, like for, for Book of Boba, for... Right. Um, Obi, while this show is definitely, definitely more. I know, I know a lot of like prop and costume designers were very critical of Book of Boba as well because it the costumes just look cheaper, right? Um, so I think it's also that, like, I think at the end of the day, somebody's gonna look at it and be like, Yeah, you spend money, you get good quality. Well, that's the thing so. with, with all these streaming <laughs> services, right? None of them have turned a profit yet, they're yeah. all working in negative because. A lot of these companies, their philosophy has been, we got to wait a few years until we can build up subscriptions and everything. But at some point, the bill has to come due, and they're going to be like, where do we make cuts? Yep. And everything. And we're in the we're in the sprint phase right now where we're in a, we have all this content coming out and, and everything. But at some point, it pulls back and, yeah. and changes. So yep. it'll be kind of fascinating to see on the Disney Plus side with like Star Wars and Marvel where those cuts are made. I mean, Marvel shows, I would argue, are easier to make for the simple reason that they take place primarily on Earth, right? Yeah, all of the Disney Plus one so right. far, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's easier to make because you've kind of, you have practical effects galore everywhere. That's traditional filmmaking. While Star Wars, because it takes place in a galaxy far, far away, there's an added cost, right? Right. I do hope that the decision's not made where it's like everything must be volume because we... Don't really care about the stories and and quality. We we just need content, right? Like yeah, 
fill the Disney Plus content library with as much crap as humanly possible. So, we'll see. I mean, does anyone know, is Ahsoka being shot volume or practical? Or Actually, I have no idea. I'd be curious to see if, well, like how that's going to be shot. So, Skeleton yeah. Crew will be the most expensive Disney Plus Star Wars show ever made. And that's because Jude Law's Jude, bill. They have to pay Jude Law $100 million <laughs> yeah. to oh. do it. <laughs> yeah. I bet. Can you I bet. Jude Law's like, I'll do it. $100 million. They're like, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> cool. Uh, and Done. Jude Law's like, because we don't know who Jude Law's playing, right? I think D23 it was confirmed he is not playing Thrawn. Well, now I'm not interested. <laughs> My interest level for that show they gave his just char- dropped. They, like the character name came out from people that were there, and it's I forget what the name was, but it was decidedly not Thrawn. Oh, really? I thought it was confirmed he was Thrawn. No, that oh. was just speculation uh, on our part and uh, many others, but not not the case apparently. He unless, seems like he would be a great Thrawn. Unless again, uh, maybe know. it's another misdirection. misdirection. Who knows? Yeah, he'd be fantastic as Thrawn. He even looks like Thrawn, you know, kind of blue, Weasley. I hate to and be, blue, yeah, I hate to be, blue. I hate to be that person, Christian. But no, I'm not going to say it. Anyway, let's get into that final question, and then I will tell Christian my thought off off air. Uh, <laughs> no, say it now. No, I'm not going to say it. It's say it. No, Arjuna <laughs> was Andor episode one through. Excuse me, was Andor episode one, two, and three? Good. Yes, it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think like all of these other Star Wars shows, we're starting off strong. And uh, No, Book of Boba did not start off strong. I think we all said yes for the first episode, just to, just to point that out. But then we're idiots. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, hopefully, you know, we got to see how the show kind of rides. This is the Disney. Pl- this is not just a Star Wars problem. This is a whole Disney Plus thing. Oh, big time. Yeah. All these shows seem to start off strong and then kind of peter out. And I hope that's not the case for this one, because I uh, I really like this one. Uh, Krishna was Andor episodes one, two and three. Good. It was good. Uh, I like that they are more adult. The show seems to be more adult. It seems like something right out the expanded universe novels. Uh, and I'm curious to see where it goes. And um, well, we know where it goes. It ends with culmination Rogue One. But still, you know where this particular story goes. <laughs> uh, Ravi was the first three episodes of Andor good. It was good. It was very enjoyable. It did not feel like Star Wars. I do hope that <laughs> us saying the first three were good. Doesn't somehow curse the rest of the series. Maybe we're oh, the it's curse. Doomed. It's doomed. We've doomed it. I really do hope it kind of ends solid and, and it's a good, good story. And we continue with these, you know, interesting characters. Uh, the one thing I will say is, you know, I agree with Arjuna. You know, if this had dropped week to week, I don't know if I would be saying yes, honestly. Because thinking back to just episode one, it def definitely is. It starts really, really strong that episode, the first one. And then it ends kind of like poorly. Um, you're, you're not entirely sure where you're going, what's happening, or anything of that nature. And I'm just speaking out loud here. That in itself, it, that's where I would have a little bit of concern, is if the episodes aren't good on their own and they need to be kind of bulked together, you could potentially lose individuals, lose fans, and, and all that stuff. So. And just be bad. And just be bad, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that that's not the case. And it's, you know, good. So, what, What's interesting, though, is like, we will not, this show won't wrap until end of October, I believe. Uh, maybe even November, if I can do math. Because there's... I think it's November. Yeah, because this is a... I think it's late November. Yeah, because it's an 11-week run. No, it's a 10-week run. 10-week. Why would it be 10 Because there's three episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Math is hard. I have, a, I have a quick hypothetical, just real quick. If these mm, services, uh, so Apple, Netflix, and you know all the other streaming services, start offering premium packages that lets you get a whole show at once, whereas the regular price is week to week, would you consider playing the premium to get Every show as a binge, a bingeable. So, thing. video games have done that for a long time with microtransactions, and I never participated in those because it felt like a waste. 
You know, like you could upgrade and buy this armor or you could grind and get it or whatnot. I think I would just leave and wait. I don't need to know. I've not come across a show that's made me sit there and go, I need to know, I need to know. Maybe the first season of Mandalorian where it's like the mystery around Grogu was very compelling. Second season, you know, I could wait week to week. Uh, but there's not been a show that has come out where I'm like, I need to know what's going to happen next. I mean, rings, rings of that. power. Uh, rings of. I still haven't even watched episode. What four? Four. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, oh, and so I'm you... fine just waiting until I'll wow. probably wait till episode five and then back to back. But like, even Rings of Power is not to me anyway yeah. a show where I'm like I have to know everything. Like that's appointment television for me right now. That one rings. Yeah, my only one that I I consistently check in on every week and laugh if you will is uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. Anyway, with that, that's gonna do it for us here on Was It Good. As always, you can find us on Twitter at Was It Good, on Instagram and TikTok at Was It Good Pod. Specifically on the TikTok and the Instagram, please take a look and let me know if I'm doing a good job. Because <laughs> I need validation. <laughs> also, check our full episodes out on youtube.com slash was good. Our next pod will be later this week. Follow along on the socials to know what we're talking about because as of right now, we have no idea. <laughs> Goodbye.